On the 7th of March 2018, Georgina Garcella left her home in Worthing and vanished without trace. Every single case I've ever had where I've had success historically is there's been a parent or someone who hasn't allowed the police to forget it, hasn't allowed the public to forget it. We stop at absolutely nothing. We're not scared. We are not scared. A mother's journey to uncover the truth. I want answers. I want to find out what happened and I won't stop until I do. Murdered, missing, unsolved. This search for Georgina. Episode one, DIY Detectives. Question number three from round three is, in which American city might you see a Broadway show? So in which American city might you see a Broadway show? The answer is New York. I'm in a social club in Worthing, a seaside town on the south coast of England. I'm Donald McIntyre, and I've been invited here tonight to meet a mother who has brought the local community together to raise funds to help in the search for her missing daughter. This is the first time I've met Andrea, her family and her friend Petra, and I want to know more about them, their story, and what prompted them to reach out to me for help. So, just explain why we're here today. Um, we're here tonight. Um, it's an event to help raise money towards the reward for finding information on um, what's happened to my daughter, Georgina. Um, so, we've got a raffle and a quiz night um, to, you know, fundraise. So, you're fundraising for a reward. Yeah. What's the situation with the reward now, and why do you feel you need to increase it? Um, the Crime Stoppers put up a reward um, for £5,000, but no, nobody came forward with any information, Not nothing at all. Um, I appeared on Crime Stoppers. We didn't, they didn't have a single phone call from that. Um, so, you know, we're just hoping that if we can raise it, it might be more tempting to somebody. And what's the figure do you have in mind? We're trying to raise 20,000 alongside with the police, it's five, so that would be 25. What is the police's reaction to your attempt to try and take control of the reward dynamic? Because the current dynamic isn't working. I have told, we have told the police that we're obviously fundraising. Um, I haven't had a meeting with them, with the chief. about it but he did in his email he did mention about we need to discuss about the reward I want to reiterate the reason why we're here in Worthing and how Andrea has found herself in the unenviable position of having to raise her own cash reward for information regarding her missing daughter Georgina Garsala was 30 years old at the time of her disappearance on the 7th of March 2018. A mother of two young boys, she was living at home with Andrea at the time with her father and three sisters nearby. Now we'll get into the details of Georgina's last known movements and potential CCTV sightings in future episodes. But in a nutshell... Georgina leaves home at around 9.30 in the morning with plans to get her broken mobile phone fixed and to go to the job centre. However, apart from two short pieces of CCTV, one confirmed and one still questioned, we know this. With 100% certainty, on the 7th of March, 
2018, Georgina Garcella walked out of a shop in Clifton Road, Worthing, and has not been seen or heard from since. On the 17th of March, St. Patrick's Day, having been unable to contact or locate Georgina, Andrea reports her missing to Sussex Police. Since that time, Andrea and her family have been frustrated by what they see as a catalogue of police failures which have hampered the investigation into Georgina's disappearance. Andrea, her family and friend Petra have been campaigning ever since to drive the investigation forward and to ensure their loved one is not forgotten. And so in August 2019, with their frustrations boiling over, they contacted me, an investigative journalist, to look into the case and to support their search. At this point, Georgina has been missing for a little over 18 months. Andrea, who lives this nightmare every hour of every day, can tell us exactly how long her daughter has been missing. How many days now is Georgina missing? Um. 562, I think. How has it been for you? And here's a 562 days missing. And the community's out in force here. And your daughter's here and another daughter's arriving. How does this make you feel that you've got to support your community and your family and extended community? Um, We have had a lot of support from the community um, and and sort of people across the, the country and across the world. You know, we've got lots of people that follow us and sort of send us messages and support us and you know chat with us um so there are a lot of you know it is nice to feel that people are are supportive we're down here because we think we can make a difference and we responded to the twitter please and we have petra here who is kind of helping on the facebook explain petra what it means to you to uh, support andrea and the family in this search for answers I mean it's a it's a quest which it's so tragic no family would ever want to be part of I have got three daughters myself which is what prompted me to message Andrea and talk to her you know and help her basically so I initially just gave her some tips on you know how to go forward and then I got a little bit more and a little bit more involved and you know we are now it's a 24-7 thing actually we talk sometimes at three in the morning about Georgina so um, what it means for me is I just can't let this go now I need to find the answers for Andrea and her daughters and most importantly for Georgina's kids actually um, her two sons who are asking regularly where their mother is and when is she coming home because it's been a long time now. Andrea, I mean, you've got a formidable team around you, but I mean, how do you cope? Petra always says that, I don't know how you do it. Um, I just, like my, I live my daily life, it's like on a roll and it's... Um, I'm doing things at night, all through the night. I don't sleep that much, but I work nights as well. I'm doing things while I'm at work and through the night and then during the daytime. Um, It's constantly, what can we do next? What can we do next? And then I'll give suggestions to Petra. Oh, what about this? What about if we do that? What about do posters and do them there and post them here? And what about if we do set up this... 
charity event what, what about that suggestion to try and raise awareness and what about if I run from here to um, Kent you know and I'm always telling her I think I'll do that and to raise awareness and um, and it's just all day long we don't have one day where we never talk about it it is from the first thing in the morning until last thing at night and then sometimes Petra will say I'm going I'm going to sleep now and then she'll say get go to sleep and I'll say yes and then I'll think oh, I've got to write a post or I'm going to see how much I can get posters for and and then I wake and I just say and then I wake up at uh, in the morning at uh, half past six and I go straight on Messenger every morning without fail to say good morning. And I look and I see on the page she's been posting at three o'clock in the morning. She does not follow my advice to go to bed, of course, because, you know, she's missing her daughter. Mm. So uh, What impresses me is that um, you're attacking this likely crime, this mystery, uh, with a vengeance and without fear or favour. You're holding the police to account and supporting them where they need to, but, you know, kicking them also up the transom, as they say, when they have fallen short. And we'll talk about this in the future. But you do seem to be just unapologetically taking no prisoners in the search for your daughter. Yeah. It's my daughter and I've got to find her whatever way. And that's whatever it, way whatever it, it is. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, we stop at absolutely nothing. We're not scared. We are not scared. We, we identify people ourselves. We do the cops' work virtually. We are investigating I ourselves. Sometimes I feel like we're, do, we're, we're, whole, we're doing this investigation yes. more because we find out things. Someone mentions something to us, we research it and look into it. And sort of, you're quite extensive at doing that because Petra's is very technical, I'm not. And um, we find out things. And then I obviously have to pass it on to the police. And then it's like a few weeks before I say, What have you done with that? Well, you know, haven't got to see them yet. We're still working out a way how we can get to talk to them. And I think just. Well, Come and talk to them. The fact that you're now in the role nearly of prime investigators is distressing. On the other hand, you're not on the clock. You're not taking a holiday. You're not taking a break. And you're not on a schedule. So, yeah. you know, and... Um, Even I while I was on holiday, we were in touch every day. And we talked about what next, what next. Andrea, sometimes out of the blue, she goes, what next, what next? And we are. That's how it is. She'll say, what's next? I say, let me have a think about it. And we just go. And they do just go as Petra describes. Since Georgina's disappearance, they've set up social media campaign groups, candlelit vigils. They've arranged protests and even conducted their own searches, doing everything they can to keep Georgina's name in the public eye. And you can't help but be drawn into their world. In August 2019, Georgina's investigation was reclassified from a missing person case to a homicide by Sussex police. You can only imagine the impact that must have had on Andrea and her family. But despite labelling this case as a likely homicide, a murder, there's no tangible evidence to confirm that this is the case. And so no opportunity for Andrea to grieve or find closure. At the heart of this story is a family simply missing a daughter, mother and sister. Georgina's three sisters are here tonight and I catch up with the eldest Sarah in the wind-battered car park to hear the impact that this living nightmare has had on her. When you when you talk about it, it kind of you feel like you're talking about someone else and it doesn't really hit you. I mean even till now when we talk about it, it's like we're talking about something on a film, you know, or on the TV. It's you kind of you don't think of it as it's happening to you. 
like when you watch a program or something you talk about and I don't know how to really explain it like you block it out and you don't think it's real even when you talk about it you don't think it's your family and then some days when we sit down and like have time to yourself and it hits you and then you get upset and stuff and then the next day you just wake up and pretend it's not happened again it's just like a cycle when they moved it from a missing persons inquiry to a murder investigation uh, I mean that's quite a terrifying escalation yeah. yeah I mean when that happened it I didn't want to believe it even then I mean I got upset and I had that thought about it and then I just blocked it out I just didn't want to think about it what do you think has happened do you think that she has been murdered do you think you'll see is there a chance you'll see her alive again I mean, I don't know how to really explain it. It's it's a constant up and down. It's like one time I think, well, something bad has happened to her because she's not the type of person to not contact us. She's very close to my mum, especially. She loves telling her everything, even if, you know, it's a really silly thing and she's at someone's house, she'll message her. Um, like, she loves to say what's on her mind. I mean, we're quite a close-knit family. Like, we, are, we do tell each other everything. We sort of do everything together quite a lot. So if there's anything happening in our lives, we tell each other. We don't really hide it. I mean, even if we don't tell each other straight away, we always tell each other at the end. And I think Georgina's like that as well. So, I mean... For her to just disappear, it is really strange. It's just for this long length of time as well, I mean, it is very strange. But uh, and do you still hold out some hope? Maybe there's a rational explanation. She can walk in the door tomorrow or she may be found somewhere else living a different life? Well, I hope so. But, I mean, it, it's just hoping. I mean... I hope I'm wrong that all the bad things I'm thinking about that's happened to her are just me overreacting. That's it, really. Because mm. it's a horrible thing. I mean, most nights I go to bed thinking, well, what if this happened to her? What if this happened to her? And mm. I put myself in her shoes and I get upset. Yeah. And I think, you know, I hope she does walk through that door and just put us out of this nightmare. This is kind of the first time we've had a, a very first recording session talk about this. And I know for the audience, for the audience at home, um, and that's the, uh, we're outside. That's the hand blower. Yes, a hand blower. But for the audience at home, we'll be meeting up next week to get the full background to all of this and really to start our journey. We wish we could be there for every missing person, but uh, for some reason, you know, your force of personality over Twitter. Um, I am has... German, what can I say? <laughs> you have to do your blitzkrieg over Twitter has come and knocked us over, uh, and we're here. And we are genuinely humbled to be here and privileged to be, we're really in, great. you know, invited into your world and whatever we can do. And as I say, we come with open hands and we'll do our very best. And I know anybody listening will be just saying, you know, any of our kids could be in this situation, you know. Absolutely. And, um, you know, so, but you're doing what any mother But it never do. crosses your mind, ever. 
Oh. It never, um, I perhaps it does to you because you're in it, aren't you? You're in that this sort of, you know, sort of investigating thing. So it's probably, but it never crossed my mind before ever. Even when I sort of read about it, and I suppose I just thought, oh, something's missing, and and then I'm in it, and it's my, it's become my life. I would like to say, actually, I'm absolutely grateful that you have listened to my very persistent messages on Twitter. I'm absolutely amazed, actually, that you guys are on board. And I'm, you know, I'm really, really happy for Andrea. Not for me, for Andrea. For Andrea and her daughters and most of all the boys. The boys. If you met the boys, oh, my God. They are just... Amazing. Well, I will say this: to be anybody who'll be listening to this eventually uh, on our podcast will will be with you, and would love to be here in our position. We do have a certain skill set, and we do have an opportunity, first of all, to publicise uh, and also, but also to investigate. So, whatever we can do. But this is your journey, and we're you know, there's one goal in mind: yeah. let's find Georgina, let's find out what happened to her. If you have any information regarding the Georgina Garsala case, no matter how insignificant you may think it is, please contact Sussex Police on 101 or in confidence via Crime Stoppers, who are offering a £10,000 reward. Murdered Missing Unsolved is presented by me, Donald McIntyre, and produced by Inherent Productions and Steve Langridge. Music is by Alex Sane and additional audio production by John Franklin Audio. Coming up next, Georgina seen in a row with two men on the day she disappeared. Broken police, and I said I believe this guy. I believe what he says is true because he's known her, he knows her personally, and they just dismissed it. We are very clear, aren't we? 150% that he's telling the truth. And early mistakes in the investigation take their toll. During that 18 months, we've been constantly asking them, what has that been done? Why aren't you doing that? that, that. And it was always, no, we don't need to do that, or we've done that. So, and I said, how come at the CCTV you found it now? And then it was too late, and they couldn't do anything about it. And a family's desperate crusade continues. My goal each day is to, to keep looking to find out what happened to her. Sussex police were asked to participate and comment on the issues raised in this podcast, but refused. 